Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Thursday, the 13th of August. Um, here on the, uh, where are I? Oh yes, the morning sports briefing. You know what, Stephen got me all lined up with a date, so I didn't forget that. But I forgot the rest of the intro instead. Brilliant. Ah! There we go. Professional to the last, or even at the first. There we go. This week, in this morning, on the morning sports briefing, we have um, the A-League um, updates. Perth um, Glory have lost out to a Western United. Um, the Champions League should be kicking off right now. Um Hafez uh, takes turn on the naughty step. Um, the Highlanders and Hurricanes will be going ahead, um, even if it is behind closed doors. Could RTS be on the move? Yes, well, that's from the sport that keeps on giving. Um, and uh, in the netball, they have cancelled their last round. Um, and finally, we also have um, updates from the um, winter games where the uh, Obvious then Big Air um, took a place. Let's kick off with that football news so that you can start your day the best way up to speed with all of the important sports news. Perth Glory um, lost out to uh, Western United 0 2, um, and also the Western Sydney Wanderers beat Melbourne Victory 1 0. Now, what does that all mean? Well, it's uh, means we are very nearly know all of our finalists now, even with a couple of games left, because West United now have climbed above Adelaide United. They've got two games left to play, whereas Adelaide United have played all of their games and they're on even points. So um, as long as Western United can pick up one point in their last two games, they'll definitely finish in the, in the uh, final spaces. Or uh, the only way now for Adelaide United to climb back is if Western United's goal difference drops dramatically. Um, so, um, at the moment, um, uh, West United have got a plus 10 goal difference, whereas Adelaide United have got a minus 5 goal, goal difference. So, that would mean, yes, Western United letting in 16 more goals in the next two games than they score. Very unlikely. That means your finalists are going to be Sydney FC, Melbourne City, Wellington Phoenix, Brisbane Raw, Perth Glory, and most likely 
well, Western United, it's not mathematically certain yet. That last one, as I've said, but it's most likely to happen. Um, the only sort of real alteration that might happen is that the Wellington Phoenix are just three points behind Melbourne City. So if they win um, and Melbourne City lose, the, uh, the Phoenix could climb up into a second place um, there. So uh, let's we'll keep an eye on that one for you um, as well. Uh, as I said, um, right now, the um, the Champions League is just kicking off. And we've got um, Atalanta versus Paris Saint-Germain. Um, it should have um, kicked off in the last few, the last couple of minutes. Um, currently, that is uh, nil all, unsurprisingly, as they've only just started. I'm going to hand you over now to Ashwin, who will take us through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all the viewers on the interweb and listening to us out there. So, as Paul has mentioned, Hafiz, Muhammad Hafiz, has taken his turn on the naughty step. Muhammad Hafiz has been isolated from the Pakistan squad for breaching biosecurity protocols after he posed for a photo with a member of the public. Now, Pakistan All-Rounder had tweeted a photo that was clicked on the golf course that's next to the hotel, which is also next to the Aegeus Bowl, where they will be playing tonight. The all-rounder had taken a COVID-19 test and the results are expected back today. The all-rounder isn't part of the Pakistan test squad. He's part of the Pakistan T20 squad, so it won't impact their match day selection, which we go on to now. And Pakistan will select from an unchanged squad of 16 for the second test, which will start, as I mentioned today, tonight, New Zealand time, at the Aegeus Bowl in Southampton. Back going to the English squad, and James Anderson has the backing of his captain. Now, James Joe Root has backed Anderson to recover from a def disappointing performance in Manchester and confirmed he will be playing in the second test against Pakistan at the Aegeus Bowl today. How many times can I say Aegeus Bowl? I suppose I have to look at that. England named a 14-man squad for the second test and will have to make at least one change to the side as Ben Stokes will be coming back to New Zealand for family reasons tonight. That means that Zach Crawley will most likely slot back into the number three spot, Joe Root shifting down to number four, which is his preferred position in the side. And moving on to news outside of England, Shakib Al-Hassan's ban could end in time for the series with Sri Lanka. This, the series with Sri Lanka was postponed from June and was rescheduled to start on the 24th of October. Now, the Bangladesh Cricket Board is hoping to include ace all-rounder Shakib Al-Hassan at some stage during the upcoming tour. Well, the as I mentioned, the, store, the tour starting on October 24th, his band actually ends on that same day. Now, one thing that he can't do while he is still banned is train with the team. And in the story that I missed yesterday, you're never too old to be told off by your parents. Dad has fined Stuart Broad for using bad language on the field. Stuart Broad was picked up by Chris Broad, Dad, for swearing following the dismissal of Yasha Saar in the first test at Old Trafford. He was fined 15% of his match fee, but we have not been able to confirm rumours that Dad made him wash his mouth out with soap. So, and finally, make sure that you're joining Swinging from the Hip tonight at 8pm New Zealand time. We will be talking about the first test between England and Pakistan, and we'll be looking forward to the second test, which starts tonight, also between England and Pakistan. I'll be joined by Taz 
Tasif Sadi. And we've got our expert Pakistan comment there coming in for Taz. So all that and all your regular features right here on New Zealand Sport Radio with Swinging from the Hip, your place for your cricketing fix. And Paul, that's our sport, cricket sports news for today. Thank you very much, Ashwin. And I'm just going to do, do some football extra time as I forgot to uh, one um, story over there. Gary Hooper um, has been ruled out of Thursday's match um, for the um, Phoenix against uh, the Newcastle Jets. So their chance of um, uh, closing... Um, sorry, he tweaked his hand... Uh, yeah, um, uh, and because as, as he uh, tweaks his hamstring... Um, uh, in the act of scoring against the uh, Brisbane Raw. So, yes, their chances of uh, closing that gap uh, and getting that second place it has been uh, dented by that. Hopefully, he'll be back for the final series. I'm now going to hand you over to Stephen, who's going to take us through our birthdays. Yeah, thank you, Paul, and good morning, everybody, tuning into New Zealand uh, Sport uh, Radio. In uh, birthdays today, the most kept New Zealand sevens player, a fiery English-born fast bowler who terrified many New Zealand first-class batsmen, a former New Zealand cricketer turned broadcaster. And that's where we start things this morning. Craig Cumming, born this day, the 31st of August 1975, in Timaru, is a, a former New Zealand cricketer. He played with the uh, Pare Ora uh, Cricket Club and the New Zealand cricket team. One day, internationals and tests. He also was the captain of the Otago Cricket Team competing in the state championship, state shield, and the state 2020 competitions in the 2006-2007 season. Cumming has also been a regular commentator on a Sky's coverage of cricket, as well as hosting various NZME radio shows. Staying with cricket, a man that Ashwin will know back in the day, Neil Mallander, born this day the 13th of August 1961, is a former English cricketer, born in Kirk, Sandor Yorkshire. Melinda was a right-arm fast medium bowler and right-hand lower-order batsman who improved as his career progressed. He played first-class cricket for <clears throat> in England for Northamptonshire between 80 and 86, 95 and 1996, and for Somerset between 87 and 1994. Now, this is the interesting bit here. He also played for Otago between uh, 1983 and 84, and again between 92 and 93. He kept in the side in 1990 to 1991 and 91 and 92. Now, the thing with uh, Melinda is he was a very, very good, fiery first-class bowler, and he terrorised a lot of batsmen. And he seemed to save, save his best for when he played against Auckland as well. And there was a, a trainer thought that he would probably end up turning uh, maybe playing for New Zealand, New Zealand at some stage, didn't quite eventuate. Finally, Tim Mickelson, born this day, the 13th of August 1986, in Matamata is a New Zealand rugby union player. Mickelson plays for the New Zealand national rugby sevens team and is the most capped player in the team's history, surpassing former captain DJ Forbes' record when he played his 90th tournament in Los Angeles in 2020. Mickelson was then named the player of the tournament for the 2013 Rugby Sevens World Cup and also received IRB Sevens Player of the Year for the 2000. 2012-2013 season. Mickelson has scored more than 200 career tries for New Zealand in the World Rugby Seven Series, putting him third on the all-time try scoring list in that particular competition. But uh, I was going to say, Ashwin, can you remember Neil Mullander, our terrorizing uh, yeah. New Zealand first-class batsman throughout the years? Yeah. Yeah, first-class batsman, and as you say, I mean, like it's, it's like in a lot of sports, everybody loves to go and play an Auckland team, don't they? So, um, now definitely remember Neil Mallander and uh, 
playing for Otago uh, in the our domestic competition. Yeah, very, very fiery fast bowler, wasn't he? Yes, absolutely. They all seem to go to Otago and get fiery. <laughs> Wagner, for another good yeah. example. Yeah, it's, like it's like they come with a chip on their shoulder when they get there. <laughs> he came from England, Wags came from South Africa, yeah. Get Otago yeah, and get angry. And anyway, I'm, anyway, I'm going to throw you to another Englishman. He hasn't quite got a chip on his shoulder, but he's got this morning's rugby news. <laughs> what, hey, Good what, me? Oh, me. Me. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, um, don't forget, you can listen to New Zealand Sports Radio on the go. Um, just download the uh, iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, Spotify, Acast, um, or even the TuneIn um, app. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on the go. In rugby and the Highlanders versus the Hurricanes is going ahead this weekend on Saturday. Um, if uh, even if the country is still in a level two um, COVID situation, uh, if it is, then it'll be behind closed doors um, due to the restrictions on crowd numbers. Uh, and uh, but the Blues versus Crusaders game is to be determined at this point, uh, depending on what the COVID levels are in Auckland. The game will either be played or cancelled. They are not looking at postponing the game um, if, uh, uh, as there is just not time to play the rest of the games um, this uh, this season. Um, the uh, All the Super Rugby franchises have been naming their players of the year um, as well. Um, so uh, um, uh, Ash Dixon and Aaron Smith were named co-player of the year um, down there in um uh, for the Highlanders, um, a, uh, uh, Frizzell also uh, got a mention um, down there um, as well. The Blues, um, it was uh, Patrick Tupolotu, um who was the uh, the top man, um, unsurprisingly. Uh, and uh, for the um, uh, for the Chiefs, Sam Kane, the Hurricanes, um, Jordy um, Barrett uh, was uh, named the player um, there. So yes, um, the uh, that, that's a big update with your rugby news. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen, who's going to take us through um, take us through our league news, the sport that just keeps on giving. Paul, I certainly am, and we have got plenty of new league news this morning. Could RTS be on the move, and it could it be to the Blues? And things go bad from worse, bad to worse for the Broncos. And, of course, we'll preview tonight's Roosters Storm game, first game of round 14. In fact, you know what? That's where I'm going to start. The two dominant clubs of recent times, the Sydney Roosters and the Melbourne Storm, will face off tonight in the opening game of round 14 in the NRL at the Sydney Cricket Ground, with both coming off strong last-start victories. At least one of these clubs has appeared in each of the past four NRL Grand Finals, with the Storm featuring in 2016, 2017 and 2018, and the Roosters playing in and winning the past two. The Premiers are down the Dragons last week without nine injured players and having dropped regular halfback Kyle Flanagan. Melbourne, meanwhile, defied the absence of injured skipper Cameron Smith to blow the Bulldogs away early on the Sunshine Coast. With neither close club is at full strength, this could be an early preview to this year's Premiership decider. Kickoff is this evening from 9.50pm, remembering that's at the SCG, the Sydney Cricket Ground. We move along <clears throat> to the Brisbane Broncos. Well, the NRL 
NRL's integrity unit is investigating claims up to 10 Brisbane Broncos players attended the Brisbane a Brisbane pub earlier this month and may have breached COVID-19 protocols. The NRL is attempting to ascertain whether the players breached the protocols or if at the time of the pub visit the Broncos were permitted to attend the res restaurant area to have lunch. There you go. There's the little... Uh, basic capex in there that they're throwing in to get around it the COVID-19 protocols have been altered for NRL players over the course of the last month initially they were relaxed before a second wave of COVID led to state borders being closed and players being forced back into stricter border bubble restrictions the uh, reportedly the players in questions included uh, David Fafita uh, Kotoni Staggs, Jake Turpin, Ben Teo, Corey Oates and Brady Croft, an eyewitness who was at the bar at the same time the players were, reported the incident which violates NRL uh, protocols. There we go. And of course some big breaking news. Could RTS be on the move? Star Warriors Captain Roger Tuivasa-Shek is reportedly considering a premature exit from the club. According to Australia's Daily Telegraph, Tuivasa-Shek is eyeing a shock cross-code switch while stand-out forward Tohu Harris is reportedly seeking a release from the embattled Auckland-based NRL side. The possibility of being based in Australia and separated from their families again next season has both players eyeing a departure. The Daily Telegraph reports to Ivasa Shek has two years remaining on his contract, while Harris has one year left on his $700,000 contract. There has been some speculation about a possible to Ivasa Shek move, which we'll get to, which we will get to shortly. While several NRL clubs have inquired about the availability of of he and Harris, the loss of both players, arguably the teams, two premier talents, would be an enormous blow to the club's future. And of course, that future, where does it lie? Well, Warriors skipper Tuivasa Shek to the Blues in Super Rugby. The rumours just won't go away. Two years after his agent denied he was switching codes in Auckland, the report said the Blues had made contact with Tuivasa Shek as uncertainty continues over where the Warriors will be based next year amid COVID-19. He would be tempted to leave the club for the Blues if the Warriors had to spend another year based in Australia, according to reports. Tuivasa Shek has two years remaining on his $1 million per season deal. I don't know if the Blues will be able to match that. In 2018, Tuivasa Shek's agent Bruce Sherrick denied a report saying a switch to the Blues was a done deal before he re-signed with the Warriors amid interest from New Zealand rugby. Tuivasa Shek was born in Samoa and starred for Otahu College, making the New Zealand secondary schools rugby side. While some Warriors opted to return home to Auckland this year because of their families couldn't join them at the Australian base, Tuivasa Shek remained with the side. So he's certainly loyal in that respect, but I suppose when you are away from home, it all becomes a wee bit of a drag at the end of the day. So it'd be interesting to see what happens, fellas. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to wait and see how much of this is. Uh, yeah, He's yeah, twenty-seven. Um, it's a, it's another Benji sort of catastrophe waiting to happen, isn't it? He's like at twenty-seven. He's going to take a couple of seasons to get back up to speed with rugby. He'll be twenty-nine. It's a risk, and then like the dollars are just not going to be there, are they? Yeah, I, I, I personally, me. I don't think he should. I think he should. You know, he's a he's one of the top rugby league players in the world, and it's best to stick with the devil 
that that you actually know what you're good at, where your brand is. I mean, so I don't think he's going to get anywhere near the money that he's quite he's currently on at the moment. Not to mention, towards the end of his career, he could hit over and play Super League and pick even more money up. That's but that's that's yep. just me. And and to be fair to the Warriors, they are building quite nicely. You know, there's a few new uh, signings that, that they've made and. Uh, yeah, I, I just think that they could be on the cusp of something. You know, we've seen some improvement. We'll soon find out where they are in the scheme of things this weekend when they take on the uh, the Panthers uh, uh, tomorrow night at 8pm. Huge roosters. Yeah, it's always about the money, 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 though. It could. It's also about the family as well. And if it uh, is just a one-season thing, just while uh, he can then play NRL in New Zealand, perhaps he might do it for more family reasons rather than monetary ones. Um, and maybe the Warriors will give him a, a sabbatical for a year. Who knows? We'll see how flexible they will be. Moving on then into the netball. And uh, in the netball, uh, the ANZ Premiership have cancelled the final round and given all the teams um, a draw. Uh, the uh, The final round wasn't going to alter the positions in the table anyway. Um, and uh, so uh, you can understand <clears throat> why the ANZ Premiership have made that decision. Um uh, with the current COVID levels, that means the finals series, which is happening on the 23rd of August, um, will be the Steel versus the Magic, the Mystics versus the Stars, and the Pulse versus the Tactics. Obviously, uh, that is they are all due to be held down in, in Bicargo in the ILT Stadium down there. Um, so, uh, obviously, that's all depending on various COVID levels, but uh, that is a current plan for the ANZ Premiership. Um, the then also over in the F1 uh, and uh, in Formula One, they have two deadlines for teams to uh, sign up for next season. Uh, they have now um, been uh, postponed. Um, the first one by um, six days to allow more talks to um, to go ahead. Uh, you got to say it's uh, with the uncertainty around everything. It's very difficult to sign up um, for. Uh, future seasons, uh, and also um, with various uh, um, appeals going on around technical rules, you can understand why there are lots of talks going on behind the scenes um, in Formula One um, at the moment. Back here in New Zealand, and the winter games continued under um, level two um, protocols uh, down there, and um, Team Wells won the uh, big air um, but uh, that sees them in second place because uh, Team Kuzma um, played their joker, which um, doubles, doubled their points. Um, and that saw them get into first place with 160 points, Team Wells on 100 points, and Team Smoothie at the back there on 60 points. Um, so, uh, yep, you can follow all the Winter Games action. And just check out their Facebook page um, and uh, as that continues over the... Uh, next few days you have now started the day the best way up to speed with all of the important sports news um, stay safe everybody uh, and don't forget to join us at 8 p.m this evening um, on with with swinging from the hip um, and we'll be followed um, obviously we'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m um, with uh, the morning sports briefing to help you start your day the best way 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 